0: Hello, and thank you for joining this episode of This is Just a Phase. I'm your host, Jonathan Kent. Just a few quick reminders before we get started with this episode. Uh, For anybody who's interested, they can head over to This is Just a Phase on Facebook for episodes featured, as well as additional information such as tour dates by bands being featured, amongst many other things. If Facebook isn't your thing, you can head over to my Instagram at jonathan.cat.311 for a lot of those same information, just on a different platform. Also, do yourself a favor and head over to this is just a record label dot and check out new releases by letters and Gatlin. That being said, Jay, take us away.
1: And you've got no self-esteem, there's a hole inside your head with no pigments to be seen. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Every day wake up with the same horror.
0: On this episode, I chat with John Galvin from the Finley, Ohio, pop-punk band, Kelsey Bad Grammar. We bullshit about his band and their output so far, including their 2021 release, Johnny Goes to 8 Mile. He shares the story behind the album's title, brings up being mentioned in a previous episode, shares with us funny stories hanging out with the guys in the Jasons, some of his biggest influences as well as him doing art and his work doing the layout design on the Prozac soon-to-be-released early demos collection, welcome to Cam Cheerful. This is a really fun conversation that covers a lot of ground and is really a good listen. So if you aren't too fucking busy, why don't you give this episode a listen? And here's a song from Kelsey Badgrammer's 2021 debut EP, Johnny Goes to 8 Mile, Entitled, Wake Up Screaming, Dazed First thing in the morning, people give me shit
1: (laughs) That's how I know my day's begun
2: Hey man can you hear me
0: yeah i can hear you real good man all right cool this is this is superior this will work <laughs> okay that's how, that's this is how i do it too man i i do all my interviews through my phone
2: oh hell yeah it simplifies things because i don't i'm not so good at making things uh, happen
0: <laughs> me either i was like you know what I, I i just bought an iphone before i did the podcast and realized i could do everything through the iphone
2: yeah, it's it's convenient. Not that we're not that we're shilling it, but it's convenient.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I'm not plugging app or nothing, but you know what unless, I mean. It's,
2: unless they want to pay us, that'd be cool.
0: <laughs> you know what? I'm trying to get that sponsorship, man. I really am, man. I'm trying to really wore myself out, man.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't know how to make it happen, but you I vouch for you. And if my word my word might be meaningless, but I'm here for you.
0: Listen, your word means a lot more than you think it does, so thank you.
2: <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, man. Uh, how's it going, dude?
0: Good. how are you doing, man?
2: uh, pretty good. It's a chill day, you know fun
0: times oh <laughs> awesome man. i'm I'm really excited to get you on the podcast because uh we've had correspondence for quite a while within you know the various Facebook groups and yeah all that, you know yeah, so yeah. like
2: I accidentally waved to you when you added me and that's a cool thing to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like,
0: oh, he waved at me. that's cool. I think I waved back.
2: Yeah, and I was like, fuck, fuck, shit.
0: Damn. It's okay. I'm not, like, you know, like, real cool, like, not to wave to. Like, you can wave to me anytime you want to. I'm not one of those people that gets, like, weird about shit like that.
2: That means a lot because, man, the emotions were stirring. I was like, shit.
0: He's going to think I'm a nerd or something.
2: He's going to (laughs) know. He's going to know I'm a nerd.
0: Meanwhile, I'm a fucking nerd, dude. <laughs> so yeah, I mean you're okay, man. Needless to say, I lucked out. <laughs> oh yeah, like I'm like I, I I play video games, but I play like Madden. Oh yeah. And but I play Madden like a nerd plays Madden.
2: Oh you're like strategizing and like breaking it all Dude, I
0: dude, I keep stats and I oh, game play and I and I like I like I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. But I've never played Dungeons and Dragons, but I know like you know like health points and all that stuff, and it's like it it works the same way when you're playing like sports too like people don't realize that like you got sports numbers. are kinda nerdy, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, it's all it's all math and shit and oh,
0: yeah, exactly.
2: nerdier than that, frankly,
0: <laughs> oh yeah, for real, like I just do everything nerdy plus i'm a I'm a record collector and I'm a oh, comic yeah. book fan and I'm you know like the, the whole kit and caboodle you know what i mean like i'm i'm into a bunch of nerdy stuff and so like i don't i don't try to front that i'm not
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. i'm like a, a superhero nerd like I read
0: I, I read I read
2: comics way before it was cool
0: <laughs> Persist- well, 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 i was gonna say it was never cool when i read
2: comics either. oh no it's like that whole like uh uh, I think I think Iron Man made it cool. I think the movies make it all right, but like right before Iron Man,
0: you know, you're asking to
2: get your ass beat like
0: <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. I I grew up I grew up in the nineties and mm. the only real superheroes that were like superhero movies that were really out like in the mainstream were like the Batman movie, the original like four Batman movies. Oh yeah, yeah. That was like and... the big Oh yeah. Like that was like, that was it. I mean that that, it was before they did the X-Men. It was before they did like Fantastic Four and all that. It was just pretty much, it was pretty much the Batman movies because like Spike or because like Like, Superman was like the seventies, early eighties when they were doing those ones.
2: So dated at that point.
0: Yeah. It was already dated by that point. So like when, when Batman came out, it was like super fresh. But at the same time, we also had like uh, the Amazing Adventures of Spider Man. We had the the X the the X Men ca- uh, cartoon. We had, oh, those are great. Yeah, we had things like that out there. Plus, for a lot of people who don't know, who are maybe younger, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were, was originally a comic too. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's like Daredevil ripoff. Or
0: yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like. I was a like huge Daredevil fan. Uh, oh, one of my favorites. So what's that? Oh he's great, Daredevil. I love him. Yeah, like for me, like um, I was a huge Punisher fan.
2: Oh, I love the Punisher.
0: Yeah, like I remember like in the nineties I would collect like they did uh I think it was Vertigo that did those. Um they were uh they did like it was like the new version of it, but it was like his Genesis story. Oh yeah, yeah. And I remember going like every like every month or whatever, however often they came out, I would go to like a little local newsstand. Um, I've been Western Pennsylvania, like right on the border of Ohio.
2: Oh hell yeah, oh and, yeah. And uh, we're not too far.
0: Yeah, you're in Finley, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. You and Christian, you uh, doxed me on
0: your podcast last week. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, we I, I I knew. I knew you were close, yeah. but at the same time, I knew you were on the other side of Ohio. Because I, I, I knew like you were pat I knew you weren't around Cleveland or Akron or anything like that. I thought you were closer to like closer to Indiana.
2: Yeah, and like Toledo is not too far, like that Toledo. general area.
0: Well, you're you, you, you're from Finley. My my brother, mm-hmm. um, he he went to school in Ada.
2: Oh shit, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, he went to Ohio Northern.
0: Yeah,
2: that's very close. Damn, dude.
0: Yeah, he uh he went there for he got his uh he got his undergrad there. Um spent 4 years at Ohio Northern and then he did his uh masters at uh, uh Louisiana Lafayette oh, down in awesome. Louisiana. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he went he went, I think I think for me and my mom to take him out there was like four and a half hours, something like that.
2: Oh yeah, dude, it's a, that's about right. You guys passed through Finley?
0: I, I think we did. I think it was like what is it like you take two twenty-four a lot and then I think you get on the thirty? Yeah. Is yeah, it my right thirty? I believe so. Yeah, and I think that takes you through Finley. Takes you through like I like, yeah. I think I think I think you're only like maybe like twenty minutes from Ada.
2: Yeah, it's not it's not too bad of a town. Me and Christian were, or I was talking shit when I was talking to him last week after I listened. I'm like, oh, it's like the fourth worst. But that's you know, that's just <laughs> Ohio. We're all the fourth worst. Like in, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. clears
0: throat> Excuse me. Yeah, we um, were. Uh, yeah, we were talking about you. On the episode and like, I mean, it was funny that like, I love how like within our, our group of people, like that we're all interconnected with, yeah. everybody knows each other the same way. You know what I yeah, mean? It's like,
2: like I mean, I don't want to say everyone's pals, but like a lot of us get along pretty well and that's cool. You know like, what it was?
0: It was so cool. Like I, I've talked about it before. I don't know how many episodes you listen to the podcast.
2: I was listening to a good handful over the week. I've been slacking on podcasts this year, so I, I was kind of catching up a little bit.
0: You know what? I just recently did that, too. I was trying to catch up on Jughead's podcast. I was trying to yeah. catch up on Our Brains Hurt. Like, I was just, like, struggling. Because I probably listen to probably, I rotate probably about eight podcasts.
2: Yeah, like, I do. Like, I listen to podcasts every, like, three years. Then my stop. Then I get really into it again. Then my stop. That's With- just- how I do it. <laughs>
0: well, it was, it was it was really cool. Like I, I I've I've talked about because the reason I brought up how, how many how, how many episodes you you listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell this story all the time. My uh, a really good buddy of mine, uh, Stiv. He was in the Hollywood Blondes and Rad.
2: Oh, great band.
0: Yeah, great band. Um, I ran into him at a show that a mutual friend was uh, playing uh, in Youngstown. And we started chatting, this was, God, like, four years ago. And we were, like, just ch- chatting and catching up. It's, it had been a while since we saw each other. And he was telling me about all these, like, Facebook groups. And he was like, you got to check out this one. You got to check out that one. You got to check out this one. So yeah. yeah. And, and around that time, it was, like, real, everything on my wall was highly political and, um people were unfriending each other left and right. And, and it was just very tumultuous Yeah, on was, social media.
2: The last couple of years are pretty intense,
0: pretty <laughs> intense. And, and, you know, and it was nice to find these Facebook groups, these, these music groups. Mm-hmm. And it was nice because there was people that I had known prior, like, you know, people like JD and, and people like Jay Prozac and love Jay, uh, love Jay. And, uh, I just started realizing, like, I had a bunch of I knew a bunch of people, and then there were a bunch of people that that I started to get to know, and people were friending me from various bands, and um, I was making new friends. I got I became friends with Nick Spoon and Nick No. I became Love friends with guys. Zach Buskill. Yeah, I they're fucking great, great. And and uh, we it, it, social media was finally I, I started taking my social media back. Where, yeah. like, I was, like, I started to feel good about being on Facebook and being on it instead of the, the I, I was, like, ignoring my wall and spending my time in these groups.
2: Yeah, where you can, like, see what you actually want to see. It's more, it's fo- focused. It's
0: cool. It's more focused. And it's stuff that I want to see. You know what I mean? And it, it, yeah. it allowed me to, it allowed me to cultivate relationships like that. Allowed me to cultivate relationships, like, with you and Chris. Christian um and it was really important oh yeah it's it's amazing so like when I started the podcast it was like I already had kind of a uh kind of a support system in place when I started it and it was like it was super cool it made everything a million times easier for me to to make the transition transition from just being a fan of music to um somehow um trying to shine a light more on it you know what i mean
2: yeah i was well i think like i saw from an early stage you started your your podcast and whatnot like i saw the early episodes like start pouring out and i was like that's so cool dude you're doing what you want to do and i really respect that like
0: thank you man and you know what And, and around the same time you you started doing uh you started doing kelsey bad grammar yeah and i know it was something new for you to do because it's, it's mostly a side. It's mostly just you, right? Um, I write all the stuff. And then,
2: like, my buddy Chris is, like, the permanent member. We used to have a drummer, but that didn't work out. So mm-hmm. Chris plays bass. I play guitar and sing, and I write the songs. And we've luckily uh, – I got to shout these guys out. Uh, my buddy Robbie Bloodshed, who is an amazing musician, if you haven't listened to his stuff. He's, like – I want to compare him to the Misfits, but he's way better than that. He's on a whole other level. He offered to do some stuff on some records for us and he's killing it. And our buddy Jack Andel from this band, Hey Stupid, which is going to start putting stuff out, he uh, recently drummed on some records for us and he played a show of us a month ago and totally killed it with like no practice.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
2: So, like, we have this like weird uh, support group <laughs> uh, rhythm section and I love those guys very much. And I love Chris, he's my best friend. Uh, we, I don't know. I, I'm very happy with the people I work with in that regard.
0: That's really good. Like that. 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 That's really great. And I like to hear that. And I. Re- I remember you started putting. You. I think you. I think you put like a single out original. I think it was just like a single track.
2: Yeah, we had um, wake up screaming and wake days. up screaming.
0: Yep, wake up screaming in days, and then you put out um, shortly after you put out Johnny goes to Eight Mile
2: based on true events. That one time I flipped off Eight Mile
0: like an idiot <laughs> when, when I was. How many 21. times did your car get shot at? Yo, uh, here's
2: the trick to that, right? You use your friend's car, you make them stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, um, I gave first some fun backstory on that. I was hanging out with the Jasons and my buddy Damien, who's like a Detroit native. And like, we were about to head to Cleveland to see the boys play. And I'm like, we got to stop at eight mile. We got to do that. I got i got an idea. And that's uh, that's when I made that terrible mistake that worked out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you live to tell the tale, john
2: yeah and i'm i'm very pleased with myself because now it's on a cd <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome man yeah the jasons are hella guys man they're they're um, they're, they're from uh, not too far from me so they're definitely uh them and the renfields have been staples for for quite a while around this around this part of the part uh, of the state
2: I love those dudes like brothers. They're some of my favorite people in the whole world. And the Renfields too, of course. But like, yeah. man, like I don't know. Um, they they were some of the first people to support me like writing stuff. V, uh, Jason V, especially. He's been like my like number one uh, dude who tells me you should write songs, motherfucker. And, and <laughs> for like six years or something. I love mm-hmm. that guy. They're all great. Yeah.
0: I don't know if you uh, if you listen to the episode I had with a local band. They're called Children of October.
2: Oh, 3D plays bass with yeah. That.
0: 3D plays bass with uh, Children of October. Yeah, we're gonna
2: we're gonna break kayfabe here. <laughs> that, that guy who looks like Jason 3D might just be Jason
0: 3D it already it already came out on that episode so yeah yeah
1: There's, i haven't
0: got any threatening uh cease operations from 3d yet so i think yo, i'm okay
2: <laughs> dude he'll he'll do worse than that that motherfucker walks in the bars and tells him i have like aids and stuff just for fun he's a dick. oh yeah the dude's fucking crazy man yeah i but again i love him sincerely that there... son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> something in something in that uh something in that water down there, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. You'll like, you'll be you know hanging out with your buddy three D. You don't get to see that often. He'll be like, "John, you have not ass crabs." I'm like, "No, I don't." Fucking shut up. There's girls here. You fucking
0: <laughs> That's the way it goes, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I
2: can't, I can't say it makes me like him any less. He's a charming motherfucker.
0: <laughs> Char- charming, charming for sure. Yeah, and you, you know might... what it is. And it's so cool that like you're 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 close enough within the scene where I am that you yeah. know you know the ins and outs you know the Cleveland scene you know you, you, know, you know the Cleveland scene you know the Akron scene.
2: It's it's uh, weird living like five hours away from some of those parts of the scene and then being like yeah I know that motherfucker.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, and it, it it's like like where I'm at it's it's a little town called Newcastle. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, like, I'm just about 50 minutes north of Pittsburgh and about 20 minutes east of Youngstown.
2: Oh, hell yeah, dude.
0: So, and I'm still like an hour and change from Cleveland. So like, I'm kind of nestled in this like little, like the the perfect little triangle of like three really good scenes. You know what I mean? Like,
2: yeah, you're like in the Bermuda, (laughs) the Bermuda triangle. If that was totally a good thing and
0: there was no cons. Yeah, exactly. Except the shit weather, the lake effect snow, and hey. the the crippling economy.
2: You called my bluff, man. There were some cons. <laughs> <laughs> there's,
0: there's a lot of cons. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's <laughs>
2: the way that cookie crumbles, unfortunately. But at least there's good music.
0: <laughs> you know, and it, then that's really the thing. Was this is I, I've been a part of the local scene since I was I, I went to my first basement show when I was fifteen. Oh hell yeah! And uh, I, I'll I'll be forty one in May. So, you know, I've been a part of the scene for a long time. And I got to see the Pittsburgh scene grow and the Youngstown scene grow and the Cleveland scene grow and Erie scene grow. And it's it's really been cool to watch a lot of a lot of things go on. Like, you know, Youngstown was originally hardcore and then it become then it became kind of more pop punk, you know, with Johnny Three and Hollywood Blondes and, and that and that core group of people.
2: Love both those
0: bands love love those guys and right. I was fortunate enough to you know I'm fortunate enough to call them friends, fortunate enough to uh, see people that, that you know become, you know, quasi successful, you know, it's successful it, in our terms. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, like well, like with the Jasons, like I've watched those dudes go from like just being three dickheads putting videos on youtube and playing that i think they've done quite well for themselves like i'm so happy with like the following they have and the people really appreciate them it's mm-hmm. cool like
0: you know and you know what and i love seeing that and i you know what i i i, I talked to john from mom's basement love him. and like he's awesome. I, am, I am so appreciative of him um putting out music representing the scene and, and 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 doing it the right way. Because for a long time, like, this area really didn't have somebody that was really kicking ass and taking names and really putting out. I mean, the amount of shit he's put out in, a, in five, six years' time. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's fucking insane, dude. And, like, you know, between him and there's another label in Ohio, uh, Rad Girlfriend.
2: Oh, they're awesome. They have yeah, the... Uh, I, <laughs> God
0: damn it. Rage Nathan. Yes, it's them. They're,
2: those yeah, guys. Yeah, Josh. Are cool
0: Josh yeah, Josh Goodman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love them. You know, those two labels, I mean, they just put out a vast amount of, of records and CDs and bands from all over the place. And it's just I don't know. Like when I when I started discovering these labels, it like lit a fire under my ass, dude. Like
2: yeah man it's it's in, i mean it's like proof that if you're passionate about something and you like want to put the time in, you can make something of it
0: mm-hmm. and, and it, it was, was cool. oh yeah for sure and 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 when i started when i started my label it was it was cool that that people who have labels were reaching out to me giving me advice helping me out
2: yeah like no one's like out to get when they're all friends like it's cool
0: yeah, like I had, I had, I had, I had Nate from Hey Pizza reach out to me. I had John from Mom's Basement reach out to me. I had Johnny from Cat's Claw reach out to me, and um, just, just uh, so many people reached out to me to help, help guide me. Like, hey, if you need to do this, if you if you need help doing this, you know, let me know. You know, and it, it, it was cool. It, it it shows a sense of community within the scene that I think a lot of people, a lot of outsiders don't realize is is how communal the scene is. And I think it's more communal than most scenes are.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of them, like there might be some pretense to like, where it's like, we're all friends until someone does good and then we hate them. But like in this we, one, it really seems organic. Like no one's, no one's full of it. Like everyone mostly gets along.
1: singles that's been brilliant right that's what everybody wants Nikki. they don't want a 24-hour hump session they don't want to be be, be married to
0: you for a hundred years what? they just want to hold your hand I've been growing up in a time and I'm sure you can relate to I, I know you're younger than me but I am sure you can relate to it's it was the, the I call it the green day effect oh yeah and as soon as a band gets too big people scream sell out Cool. And ostracize a band for being bigger than what their core fans want them to be.
2: I'm a I'm a big Blink One Eighty Two fan, so I feel like from that perspective, like I have an interesting viewpoint on the sellout thing. It's mm. not not maybe as organic as Green Day, here when legit were in a big scene and they just kind of blew up. But I feel like you know, if you like do well, people just hate you, like because mm-hmm. they just the, that band to me is like they're just a pop punk band that you know like anyone could probably enjoy i guess because they did really well therefore fuck them that's like the scene perspective
0: oh yeah and, and like, you know what and you know what too is like the, the the most the best the best output by bands have been post quote-unquote sellouts well yeah my, i mean
2: my i, I agree like honestly because like not only because you have so many resources at that point, but also you're probably at a point with your songwriting where you're like much better than you were when you were scraping by you know just with
0: your own funds exactly i mean blinkway a two put out enema of the state they it's were a called great sellouts. Record. it's 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 argumentally, they i'd say it's I say it's one of their best records. I don't know if I'd call it their best record.
2: I think they actually peaked a little after it. I think. Take um, off your
0: pants and jacket.
2: That one and some of Untitled, I think, is like holy moly! Like these guys,
0: like wow. Dude, I hated Untitled when it came out, but (laughs) I I went back. I went back ten years later and listened to it and fell in love with it.
2: I think it's cool. I really. I I don't know, like if they had like a concept. I think they were just jamming in that house for like ever, but like it works for me.
0: It's yeah. something about it. I learned. I, I I learned to love it. I you know, and I think what it was is that record came out. of What it was three. Yeah. I was twenty two. So when I revisited it, I was thirty two. You yeah,
2: had more uh, insight and clarity. I think that I had
0: more. I think I had more of an understanding of of a band who at that point were that age. You know, yeah. you figure they're probably ten years older than me.
2: That's true. That's a good point. Like you now could kind of see what they might have been seeing.
0: Exactly. I had I had had kids by then. I had been married. You know, I got married. I had done all this stuff, so I had a I had a, I had a different view of that album as I matured.
2: Yeah, it's just like I like that too. When I think sometimes you catch up to artwork. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. And that's a cool thing. It's like, you can totally reevaluate like your opinion and it's neat. You don't have to like stay stuck in one viewpoint forever.
0: Exactly. And my, and my favorite green day album is insomniac.
2: Oh, that's a good one.
0: Yeah. Like everybody goes dookie and I'm like, yeah, but there was something pissed off about insomniac dude.
2: Yeah. It's like sometimes you need that edge, you know? Yeah.
0: It's kind of like when Nirvana put out like in utero, it was like, it was like, the the response to the hate
2: yeah it's like you, yeah got some venom to it
0: yeah it's got some you know like like songs like artman shanks and 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 uh 86 and songs like that it was just like it was there was a call and response to you know people basically making them the 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 butt of jokes because they 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 outgrew the scene
2: yeah, it's it's such a weird thing. It's like if you do well, fuck you. I don't understand that. Like I would be like, good for you. Like that's awesome.
0: hmm And the definition of sellout is totally different than how people interpret it. If you if, if you change all your core values and your core beliefs to make money, that's selling out. Yeah. But if you're staying true to your convictions and you want to be successful at what you do, yeah. The Ramones were on, you know, the the Ramones were on Sire Records. That's that true. was owned by Warner Brothers. Um, that know, was like
2: uh, right yeah. out the gate, too. It wasn't just.
0: Yeah. The, 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 uh, the Sex Pistols were on EMI, who were owned by Capitol.
2: Yeah. There was a lot of shit like that, like just right in the face. But that stuff's cool, I guess, because it came before. Like, it's weird.
0: hmm It's almost like we pick and choose our heroes. It's like.
2: Oh, we are, definitely are, do. Like in this scene, especially, you know, like there's somewhere it's like people love to hate and there's somewhere it's like these guys get a pass forever.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Just because they had the career that, that, that people over, like they, they overlook the dumb stuff because the Ramones are the Ramones.
2: Yeah. And I love the Ramones. Sure. But they are not without uh sin. sin. No one is. Yeah. Oh, for sure. God bless them and their cool bull cuts, but come on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like there's there's other great bands out there other than the Ramones. (laughs) Which brings up, we were talking about the
2: Facebook groups. If I see one more Ramones core group, I'm gonna fucking freak. I I can't take it.
0: Like, (laughs) I'm in like ten. Like, we're good guys. (laughs) Well, I remember when uh, when I started the podcast. I was talking to Nate from the dummy room yeah, and I wanted to let him know, Hey man, just so you know, I'm not just going to be doing Ramon's core bands. I'm going to be doing everything, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not trying to step on your shoes, you know? Mm -hmm. Cause that's, that's his, he has a niche market. That's, that's what he does.
2: Yeah. They're kind of, it's like their bread and butter.
0: That's their bread and butter, which is cool. But me, I'm, I'm as much a hardcore kid, a skate punk kid, you know, a pop punk fan you and know awesome i'm a fashion. fan of it all you know mm-hmm. so like i i remember saying to him like not knocking you but like i'm my podcast is more open sub-genre wise you know what i mean it's still punk but
2: yeah
0: it's more specifically what i'm into yeah which, which is, i respect it's thank you cool. thank you um i mean I've, I've i've tried to i've tried to incorporate like i've like i've had bands like you guys in the fills and you know at the same time i've had children of october on i've had an industrial band on i've had a skate punk band from vegas you know what i mean i yeah i I just try to make sure that i don't i don't stay too streamlined in one certain subset you know what i mean
2: yeah it's more interesting that way there's more to talk about like different different genres different kinds of bands i'm into that
0: yeah, I just I, I think even if even if the listener isn't into that kind of stuff, I, I, I think I'm lucky enough to have a dedicated fan base that that people may walk away with their new favorite band.
2: Yeah, you'll pick something up from it, like regardless, which is cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it, make, it makes me feel really good that I'm able to do that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, man, you should feel good. That's pretty rad.
0: Thank you, man. But <laughs> I want to get to the brass tacks, man. I want to get to I want to get down to you.
2: Oh yeah, please. <laughs> uh,
0: and I wanted to I wanted to talk to you because we have a mutual, um, a mutual friend.
2: Yes, we do.
0: Who that we have helped. Um, we're, he's going to be putting out a, a CD. He already broke the news.
2: Yeah, which was exciting.
0: Which was exciting. Um, welcome to Camp Cheerful, which is the early the early demos for um. The Prozacs
2: which sound really good, and people are going to love
0: them. it sounds great and you, you got tapped to, to do the artwork, man.
2: Yeah, that's true. I, uh, I reached out to do the artwork and luckily it worked out. <laughs>
0: now have you have you always done like like computer art or was it something that you just started dabbling in recently?
2: Um, I, I've um, probably since I was like 12 13 I've been doing stuff on the computer. I've been drawing my my whole life though since I was a little kid, so like, I, I I'm pretty familiar with it. I guess you could say at this point. Awesome. Like I'm, I'm uh I, I don't know. I think drawing is more natural to me than doing music and stuff, but I love doing both.
0: Okay, and I just I just thought that was so cool that that we we with without I think. Each other knowing it. I don't. I don't know if you knew ahead of doing the artwork for it, if if Jay had told you or not.
2: No, I didn't know who was uh, putting it out, but it is very cool that it worked out.
0: Yeah, and as soon as I found out that you were tapped, you, you were the one. He, he sent me over the artwork, and I was like, he was like, blah blah John Gown. I was like, get the fuck out of here, seriously, <laughs> dude. <laughs> that, like, you know, that I was like, that's so rad, dude. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was I was glad he went with me. Like, I just kind of thought. I, don't, I I can't really like reveal what but i've been doing a lot of art for bands in the last couple months which will probably start trickling out soon and i was kind of like i want to keep doing this so i saw him post and i was like maybe i could be the guy and luckily he went with it and he liked my ideas and i think we wound up making a pretty cool cover
0: i really cool dude and like Thank now you. i know i could come to you please do yeah man you know what i mean and and, and do some collaboration work too um I have some stuff coming up, and um, I'm I'm glad that we have that connection because, like, I feel like that's what that's what it's all about, dude. Like, you 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 have that you have that connection that you you build these relationships, you gain people's trust, yeah, you, you know, and you and you do. I mean, Jay took a big step reaching out to both of us,
2: yeah. Like, because you, you never know what's gonna happen, like exactly
0: i've 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 known i've known jay since the cheapskate record days and it's it's it when he said hey man do you want to put the cd out and i was like are you fucking kidding of course i do dude like holy shit man like
2: i've only known him uh about a year but i was like but i've known doubtfire for fucking longer and i was like that song uh oh fuck what is it it's like, she's the one standing in the corner again that's the coolest song in the world i forgot its name but dang, oh I yeah you. um don't be favorite, that guy that's my, my
0: favorite song off from doubtfire me and my wife's favorite song um it's called uh uh eyes on you oh that one rules and uh my my there's a there's a joke between me and me and jay and my wife um <laughs> She said, there's a line, it's like, all eyes on you. I know what you do, all eyes on you, or something like that. <laughs> and then she thought it said, uh, he says, your secret's safe with me now for tonight. And my wife thought he was saying, um, oh, shit, what did, she, what did she think he was saying? <laughs> oh, damn it. Like, she, I, I can't remember. I drew a blank, but she thought it was something else. Yeah. And it was it's it's on his one episode. I I, I can't remember it now uh, what it was, but, check that. Yeah, uh, this is Jonathan breaking um, mine and John's conversation about the Doubtfire song uh, "Eyes on You." Uh, the line of the song is at um, our secret safe at least for tonight, and my wife always misheard it as athlete's foot tonight and that's the joke between uh me uh jay and my wife so uh just, just some clarification on that one yeah check the oh i would uh I, mm, it'll come to me Yeah. um i don't know it was something like like something like uh like a disease or something stupid you know and I, she just misheard the lyrics
2: Oh, man, I love when shit like that happens, and then you find out the real ones, and it ruins your whole perception of reality.
0: Well, she still sings it the same way that she was before. She don't give a fuck. Like,
2: That's just, better like, that way. I like I like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, my wife jokes around and says that uh, we. she refers to uh, Jay and his wife as Mr. and Mrs. Prozac. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the Prozac, so... That's uh, how what, I think of them. Yeah, like, one. Uh, sometime soon we're going to try to go up to Massachusetts and hang out with them. Kind of, like, do, like, a couple hang.
2: I was trying to set up a show with him. Like, I should get back to I got. I got sick. Like, in, I had COVID recently in the middle of all that. So I kind of, like, forgot about it. But we should still make that happen. He should come out. It'd be cool, dude.
0: Oh, for sure. I'm going to try to work on something for him closer to the release date, too. Yeah, man. Uh, for the CD. So even if you, you find yourself out this way, let me know, man.
2: Yeah, that'd be dope, dude. I'm always open. Oh, uh, fucking shout out to Jay. By the way, he sent me the Doubtfire record and a bunch of cool shit. I'm about to make a post about it, but now now he'll find out in the future.
0: If- <laughs> he'll find out on Monday when I post this. <laughs> yeah. So, I wanted to talk about your, your band, Kelsey Bad Grammar, also. Yeah,
2: absolutely, man.
0: Um, I've been listening to it, obviously. Like I, I've listened to it before, but I, okay. you know, before I have a guest on, I always try to go through, um, you know, whatever discography the 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 band has that I'm, our, that I'm featuring on.
2: Our whole discography at the moment is about seven minutes long.
0: <laughs> seven minutes long. Hell um, yeah! Uh, I, but I was listening to your stuff, and the one thing I don't think I picked up on from from uh uh, Johnny goes to a mile mm-hmm. is this you're it's it's Ramone's influence obviously it's pop punk it's it's it's, it's I want to call it Ramone's core but it's it's your standard pop punk yeah but I noticed and I don't know if this is uh, if, if you would agree or not mm-hmm. but I heard something in your voice and you know, something the way you play or the way that you arrange the songs yeah I'm getting hints of Alkaline Trio.
2: I love Alkaline Trio
0: <laughs> and The Cure.
2: I love The Cure.
0: <laughs> now, was did was so so is did I was I right to pick up on that or?
2: Uh, well, you're definitely not wrong. I uh, <laughs> I don't know if I purposefully set out for that to happen, but I'm like, that's always in the back of my mind, you know. Like those guys, like Matt Skiba is like my god, like. He's a, mm-hmm. uh, I like his lyrics a lot. I like his voice. And Robert Smith's awesome. There's no doubt about that.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely noticed it, especially in like Sunflower and Swan Song.
2: Oh, dude, Sunflower is totally our, our cure song.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. you're cure. Dude, you did something with, you sang, I think it was the second verse. You did something with your voice. And I went, ooh. <laughs> oh like dude i was like oh yeah dude like that's dude i de- I, I i love the cure dude uh they're great they're i just... I know my, my my wife there's two bands my wife sometimes gives me shit about because she's just not into she's she likes the cure but she gives me more shit for depeche mode
2: oh yeah they're cool though like
0: because i'm i'm a big depeche mode fan but uh, you know uh you know she doesn't get on me too much about about the cure but i'm i'm a sucker for that like gothy dark wave kind of stuff
2: that's stuff's cool and um i don't want to promise there's more of that on our next record but our next record it, i set out to make it like an emo record so there might be like for me like i don't know i don't like set out to write great songs in certain styles it's just like whatever falls out you know
0: but no, by um, no by 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 emo do you mean what pop punk became or like more midwest emo
2: um, kind of a mix. I would kind say kind of mixed. It's, it's a, I mean, honestly, it probably just sounds like pop punk. And there's one song that's like a hardcore slash jazz. It's really dumb. You'll hear it, but uh, it was supposed to be all our most sappiest emo songs, and and then like I wrote some new ones for it. We just recorded the other day.
0: Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I always always tell people if if a band is if if I like an emo band. <laughs> I call them Power Pop. That's good.
2: That's a good save. You never have to give the emo uh, their due.
0: Yeah, because I'm, I've am i always been, I don't, I don't know if you know these bands, but I've always been like a big fan of like Braid.
2: Oh, yeah, dude. And, I only, uh, oh, sorry.
0: No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: I only know them because of their like Smiths covers, but they sound fucking rad.
0: Oh, dude, if you get a chance to listen to more by them, dude, you, you won't regret it.
2: I'll do it tonight. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and one of my favorite bands I've ever seen live play um is a band, uh they're called uh The Promise Ring.
2: Oh dude, uh the Deep South is the only one I know by them, but it's amazing.
0: Oh, listen to stuff like the uh picture postcard, um right their album uh Wood Water, uh that was on one of their uh Epitaph Records releases. Yeah. That was the tour that I saw them on. They opened up for Bad Religion. Like, it was, like, when oh, Bad Religion... Awesome. Yeah, Bad Religion, I think, put out, um... Oh, uh, fuck, what was it? Uh, the, New Amer- uh, the New America.
2: Hell yeah, dude. I'm gonna check those out later. Because, I, I mean, just from what I've heard, I love their style. I think it's very cool and weird. It kind yeah. of... of you know, Smoking popes, but, like, if they were the bare-naked ladies, that's probably a shitty comparison. But that's what
0: I got... Listen, it's funny that you that you bring up the Smoking Popes because the frontman of uh The Promise Ring was in another band called Captain Jazz.
2: Oh uh, shit, I got some Captain Jazz on my phone. They're cool, dude.
0: Yeah, Captain Jazz is from Chicago too. Like uh I think the one I think the one guy Davey, he was actually from like Minneapolis, but the band was out of uh was out of Chicago.
2: That's an underrated scene like just in history for punk.
0: Oh yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Been
0: you know what? I've been lucky to, I've been lucky enough. I haven't had anybody from Minnesota on, but I've had quite a quite a number of people from Chicago. Oh shit. And I've you know I had um a band called Voice of Addiction uh that I've that I'm friends with Her from Chicago.
2: I'm gonna have to check them out, man.
0: And uh there's a band called The Runaround that has an EP out on uh pro rock. Hell yeah. And then um I had the the three members of the Cabanes on.
2: Oh fuck yeah, dude. Those guys are awesome.
0: Yeah, and uh, I was lucky. Um their their our mutual uh you know um interest in each other uh led me to have uh, Jughead on the podcast He's uh, shortly after.
2: That's very cool. I'm glad that happened, dude.
0: No, oh, dude, I I, I I talked about it, but I, I geeked hard. I, I got I got a message from Jughead and he was like hey, do you want the fourth mitochondriac on your show? I'm like, <laughs> I look at my wife. She's like looking at me. She goes, what's wrong? I was said, Hun, um, 13 13-year-old me is freaking out right now. <laughs> I was like, and she's like, what? I was like a Jughead from Screeching Weasel just asked to be on my podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to Screeching Weasel since the very jump, since I first got into punk. Dude, Weasel, like,
2: I know Ben Weasel, we, we don't talk about Ben Weasel anymore, but, like, oh, my God, they're, like, I don't know, they are so good. Like, it's so unpopular. good. And that new record kicks ass.
0: Oh, it, it kicks so much ass.
2: That uh, Bleed Through Me is, like, holy shit, like, that song is incredible.
0: Oh, oh so good. So man. good, man.
2: I don't know what we did to deserve it, but I'm glad we got it.
0: <laughs> and then I just heard um, Mike Kennedy, who's oh, from yeah. the All-American Rejects. He's killer, dude. Like, like all the stuff he's been producing or whatever.
2: Oh, my God.
0: Dude, He's he, he announced that they're almost done with the next Screeching Weasel album. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah.
2: Holy shit. Is so it we'll probably
0: f- get that by year's end. Is it
2: Baby Fat too? Is it finally happening? I hope not. Oh dude, I love baby fat. I, I do, do
0: like baby fat, but it's not the strongest.
2: Yeah, but I feel like for uh for the history books we need to finish that saga.
0: <laughs> yeah. say anything about you liking baby fat because i get so much shit for saying <laughs> one of my favorite screeching weasels screeching weasels that uh, i can't talk You're Screeching good. weasel album is Teen pumps and eat dude that record kicks ass know <laughs> everybody gives me shit for that i'm like dude fucking molecules on that that song is, alone
2: is that the one that has can't stop the rain is that the right one uh
0: I feel like I think so. I think, I think that so is too,
2: and that song's underrated, incredible, and deserves to be like in all the best ofs, which it's not. So yeah. it wins.
0: <laughs> yeah, it has molecule. It has erection, which is one of my favorite songs. Um, what, an just... what an artist! What's up? What an artist! What an art! I know what, and it was, it was, it was. I think that might have been the last album Jughead was on, or the next to the last album that Jughead was on.
2: Yeah, which is a shame. But I do have to say I really like the current screeching weasel. Like I know it's not the same, but I think those guys do a very good job.
0: You know what I I, I think I think I think what Ben has done is he 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 writes the way that he writes. He just he does yeah. you know, he's been doing it for almost forty years, right? Yeah. Um so it's it's like not that i'm sure their input is take take it into account and stuff but once you have amassed that much material and like you pretty much know what you're going to write even though he does pushes the he does push his boundaries a lot yeah
2: you probably um, just throw it at the guys and be like this is what you're gonna do
0: yeah or you know what he they may just already instinctively know what he wants you know what i mean like so they they kind of fall in line but at the same time it it works and you know we could we, we were lucky to have not only Screeching Weasel put out an album but also the Queers put out an album
2: Love that record holy shit
0: holy <laughs> shit I love that I love I, I just I love that the the old guard is still putting stuff out and you know. see Jug had do the mitochondriax and
2: whatever Danny Vabbitt's doing right now is probably pretty badass I I always mix his bands up
0: Oh uh he's doing uh he's doing cheat. Dan Vappen and the Cheats and they just put out an album.
2: Yeah, dude, um Danny Vapid's like got that golden voice. He's brilliant.
0: <laughs> dude, he's he's he has the golden voice, and dude, there's not I don't know if there's too many people who can write a better fucking song than him.
2: No, yeah. I mean, you know, there's John Galvin, Dan Vapid, the rest.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean you're talking about a guy who's done the Riverdells, the Methadones. Uh, noise by numbers um the rabbit and the cheats the mopes like the dude just
2: man the, the mopes is so uh, cool
0: oh so good i i did an episode early on it was my 10th episode where i had people come on i had people come on and we talk about um their most influential like what album was the most influential to them
2: oh damn
0: and i had matt bennett from uh out loud records on yeah And his was uh, uh, accidentally waiting to happen from the mopes.
2: I can't imagine hearing that, not feeling some type of way. Like, it's it's a cool record.
0: Yeah, and he said it, and I went, damn, I'm thinking in my head, damn, I forgot how fucking good of a record that was. And I went back and listened to it, and I was just like, you know what? I get it, dude. I I know it. And I did that with every guest that was on that time. Yeah, I went back and 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 listened to their selection, and went back to like listen to the whole albums, and I'm just just to try to get the same kind of headspace that they were, or how you know try to understand why these records were important to them, you know. And I thought that was really cool.
2: Yeah, that is cool, man. You get you can really understand the individual, and Mm -hmm. like how it influenced them. That's pretty rad
0: yeah and i tell people all the time i tell my wife all the time i said not only do i do the podcast to be to kind of shine like uh to try to um try to capture this time in a bottle like for historical reasons mm-hmm. but at the same time like i'm i'm trying to cultivate relationships
2: yeah like- and
0: and to do that yeah like that's what it's all about that's what the scene's always been about to me is cultivating relationships
2: yeah, like, I mean, I guess I appreciate that in this whole like, internet pop punk scene because I live in a town where the, the only shows Kelsey and plays are fucking metal knights with rednecks who don't like us. So it's cool to be able to be like, hey, oh, fuck you, man. Uh, John Jonathan Kent's my friend.
0: <laughs> yeah, John Gavin's my friend, man. That's yeah. what we do, man.
2: It's- I want to be friends with uh, metalcore band number 78.
0: you know what i talk about too like when when me and my best friend were coming coming up in bands in our scene i mean it was at a time when every band was new metal yeah and we were the only we were the only well we were one of only like a few actual punk bands i mean the rest were new metal or or southern rock cover bands or the latest the latest you know cowboy wannabe you know what i mean oh my god
2: it's a bad scene (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I was lucky that Youngstown was close enough that there we always had Youngstown as a safe haven.
2: Yeah, like it's—I don't know—it's nice to be able to like, get out of that mindset of <laughs> you know, who's playing a corn song
0: tonight? Exactly. <laughs> <Everyone>. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're doing we're doing you know a cover by like you know Camper Van Beethoven, and we're covering yeah. "Take the Skinheads Bullying, You know what I mean? It's. Yeah, like, Everyone at the bar is like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, what the fuck is this? Get these fucking weird off, off the stage. <laughs>
2: oh man, I love it. Uh what a what a what a treasure of experience that always is.
0: Oh absolutely. But uh John, before I let you go, I, I yeah. definitely just want to talk about like I know you you know you did the artwork for Jay and and, mm-hmm. and, and you put out you know this you put out a single uh recently um, Rain. called Rain, yeah, which I'm is very a great proud. song.
2: Thank you so much, man. That was, um, I've I've always been, I've had that actually most of that song for like five years, and like in the last two, I finally decided, fuck it, we're gonna play this, and it was very cathartic. That not only did it turn out pretty good, I think, like I'm really happy with not just like me, but like the boys did a great job, and our produ- our production guy Ricky, who is an amazing. Godsend of a person did such a good job that I'm so happy with it. And I'm glad to hear people like it. That makes me very happy.
0: Yeah, like at first I was like I looked at the title and I was like, "Okay. Okay, let me let me check this out." And cuz cuz it's 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 such a simplistic title.
2: Yeah, it could be anything, who knows? It
0: could be anything. So like I like the simple titles, you know, it's it's fun as it could be to have you know, thirteen words is your title, like a Fallout Boy song, I was or whatever. Say, yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, like you know. And those uh, are fun,
2: but they're not. Yeah, I dated
0: I dated somebody in Fallout Boy, and all I got was this shitty T shirt or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> but you know the the one word song titles are are so good because you you don't go you don't go into it with any preconceived notions of what it is.
2: Yeah, that one could. I don't think it could be named anything else because. I don't know. It really is just like a, we were trying to do it like fast and like kind of like keep it real. And like, I don't know. I don't want to say like i say something, but we didn't want to like mess around with anything unnecessary. And it just like hit it real hard and leave it.
0: Really, that that's awesome. Yeah, I, I totally just I walked away from that song going, you know what? This band is not is not trying to be anybody else they're 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 trying to set their own course they're they're writing what they like i like that there's you have influences outside of what people might not expect
2: yeah
0: and i like that and i I, I, you know because because for me i don't listen to one specific genre i i know i'm i've listened i listen to metal i listen to indie rock i listen to pop music um I'm you know, I'm not, you know, there's some old country that I absolutely love. Oh, these- um, it, I listen to a lot of rap, a lot of old school rap. So, yeah, yeah, yeah dude, but-
2: it's important. To, I think it's important to be multi multifaceted, not just like pigeonhole yourself. Mm-hmm. And not that I'm speaking about like my writing so much, but like more for just listening and like experiencing all sorts of stuff. I think it's cool to like be diverse.
0: Well, thing too is like if you're into multiple things and you know without us even knowing, I'm sure it kind of bleeds into the creative process too. Oh yeah. Um, even if it doesn't, even though you're not spelling it out, you know you might be interested in metal, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna write a fucking metal song.
2: Oh, we got one on the new record.
0: <laughs> of course you do, man. Because yeah. you're just you're just you're just trying to mix up the pod, dude.
2: Yeah, like I don't. It's weird. It's like half thrash, half like jet, bebop. Cause like our old drummer, as much as like it didn't work out with him, he's fantastic, and he wrote a weird jazz part for it, so
0: it's there. That's really <laughs> cool. I can't wait to listen to it now. When, when, I'll send when, you when, it
2: right after this.
0: <laughs> oh, awesome! Like, when do you think you guys are going to be put in and out? Are you going to try to put out this year or later on?
2: Yeah, I can give you like the release rundown of our next couple things if you're curious. Like,
0: I'm oh, sure. I mean, I could either either do it on the record or off the record
2: oh on the record definitely okay this, is, this gives me more purpose to not fuck around <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay awesome man
2: what, what's up okay so uh that record is called midwest goodbye it is a i'm gonna say six songs but it could be seven we'll see like how it all turns out in the end it will be out probably in the next like two month period i want to get it out sometime in march preferably
0: Okay now you have uh you you had an early demo, wasn't it something midwest
2: uh yeah, yeah, there's one on our band camp that's the title track originally, it was just gonna be acoustic, but I was like we we had a lot of delays in doing like the finishing recordings over the last year. Because mm-hmm. we we've been recording this since last January, which is painful for me to say, but oh, as yeah. of four days ago, it's done, so thank God, awesome. But, yeah, it's, uh, that's the song. It sounds so much better now. Uh, we just recorded it the other day. Our friend Robbie Bloodshed, who, again, I love, did the drums. Awesome. And uh, everything's done on that record. It'll be do- out in spring. We also have a uh, Mike Padden from Vista Blue, who I love so much. He's a great oh,
0: dude. Oh, awesome.
2: I pitched him a uh, Sandlot EP that became a Sandlot comp. We all write songs about the Sandlot because it's the only thing I know about baseball. Oh, and, I uh, love that movie. It's it's fantastic. Our song's about the lifeguard, which I thought everyone's song would just be because we're all pop-punk nerds.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> but You um, thought it would be about Pfefferman, Pef- Pe- uh, right?
2: Yeah, I thought the record would just be called Wendy.
0: Because <laughs> like, we go Wendy.
2: <laughs> uh, Christian was supposed to be writing one. I don't know if he if he's going to be able to make it. Uh, he might be. My buddy Eric from Mumula is writing one. is uh, a great band from Columbus. You probably know him.
0: Oh, yeah. I've heard of them for sure.
2: Yeah, so like at the very least, me and Mike will be on it, but I hope all our friends are on it because that'd be so cool. And that that's coming out whenever opening day is, and I don't know sports, so you know, you guys, you look it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, is that gonna be put out through Mike's Mike's label?
2: I don't know. <laughs> Maybe oh, okay. probably. Okay, um, awesome. Oh, I got one more and on a, on the schedule that's already recorded. All three of these things are recorded. Um, our buddy. My buddy Jack, who played drums on our new song and filled in our show last month, he has a band called Hey Stupid. They're, uh, they're doing a split with us that comes out on Laptop Punk from Grim Deeds. I, nice. I'm shooting, I think April 1st is the day we want to put that out. If we don't do it, sorry, I lied to you guys, but it's all recorded and ready.
0: Awesome. Now is it I, I know lap, I know laptop uh punk he, he does exclusive streaming is there any plans on putting it out in physical release
2: i do want to do cds i think that'd be very cool i did the cover art for it i think i'm like i, I think it's already pretty much ready to go in that regard so like no. all we gotta do is like talk talk to each other and make it happen it should be very easily done
0: okay awesome man and and so you got all this stuff coming out Yeah. Um, Are you guys going to try to go out uh, playing shows more now that the restrictions are kind of easing up a little bit?
2: Yes, very much so. Um, Obviously, with our drummer situation, we have to plan and plan in advance. Right now we're shooting to at least play. I don't know. We're definitely playing Florida this summer is the plan. But I want to do like a little short run and hit like the surrounding states on the way back home. So, I'll have more info about that come summer ish. But, like, that's it's in the cards right now. I'm talking to the booker about it.
0: Okay. Awesome. Let me know because I know uh, Steve C from Wrath uh, and the Wise Guys and uh, Alex from Atomic Treehouse.
2: Yeah, dude. Put me in touch with anyone. Like, I could use yeah. the help.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're down around the Tampa area and stuff. So, like, you know, if you're looking to go down that way, I mean, I, I can set you up with some, some yep. uh, people.
2: Please do. That'd be great, man.
0: Awesome, man! One of one of the perks of doing the podcast, I, I try to talk to people from all over the country and all over the world. So it's nice that like like uh, I'm I'm trying to get some bands out this way. Um, I was lucky enough that I, uh, I I you know I could talk about it now because it's it's out in ether. But uh, uh, I helped out Dougie from the Putts. Uh, he drums with Haley and the Crushers. I love those guys. And I, I got them. I got them to. Uh, it, I got them in contact with uh, somebody over in Youngstown, so they're going to be playing at the end of uh, April in Youngstown.
2: Oh, that's awesome, man! Oh, so, uh, so, uh, about Dougie, is he in the covert Flops?
0: No, he's uh, that's that's Billy. And, oh shit. Um, Their bass player. I can't think of his name.
2: Sorry, Dougie, I, I, I mistook you.
0: No, uh, like Dougie's Doug, also in the Devious Ones, and he was in the Dutons and yeah, uh, he yeah, uh, he, he has uh, a couple other bands going on right now, too.
2: Yeah, I just wanted to shout out my boy Chad Schick from the Covert Flops real quick, because he's awesome. And uh, fucking uh, John from Mon's Basement's awesome. Our CD's on there, I was going to say, if anyone wants to check it out, it's the only place you can get one besides
0: at a show. Well now I know where to get a CD out now.
2: <laughs> oh hell yeah. I was like fuck I should probably mention these very cool people who have helped us out.
0: So John so John put are you guys are you guys on um the label or are you guys on uh, cellar dwellers?
2: Uh, I think I can say that we're gonna be cellar dwellers, but this one's kind of like this was like a thing I just made for the show. And uh him, Jason V and Jason 3D came out to our show. They live like six hours which was amazing, and they missed us, which was amazing. But (laughs) (laughs) John bought a bunch of copies of it to put on the site. He's a very cool dude, and I was very appreciative. And um, I also, speaking of them being late, the first time I saw the Jasons, I was late and missed them. So it was kind of like a cool full circle thing.
0: Oh, nice! Isn't that funny how that shit works out, man?
2: Yeah, three D's the one who pointed it out. He's like, "You remember that time you came to see us and you missed us?" I was
0: like, "Yeah." Now we're fucking even.
2: Yeah, yeah. Next time I gotta fucking surprise him. I'll catch him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'll let you. I'll look, definitely let me know when you when you want to try to make out this part of the state and and let me know. I, I'll try to do my best to get you guys guys on a bill. Yeah, man. And, like, um, let's do it this summer. I'm down. Oh, awesome. Like I, I'm going to be trying to do a lot of uh, a lot of promotional stuff for the, for the label and for the podcast and uh, try to get a, a a lot of shows, try to book over the summer because uh, I just I want the bands. I like to get there's there's something kind of going on in the Youngstown scene mm-hmm. and I I'd like some, you know, I like other bands from around to, to, to check out what's going on right now. I think it'd be really cool.
2: Yeah, I'm absolutely down, man. I know the boys would be, our uh, our drummer lives kind of, cl- our uh, auxiliary fill-in good pal drummer, I should say, lives, lives close to there, so it should be easy for him to come out and help us out.
0: Oh, awesome. That'd be really cool, man. That'd be really cool.
2: Yeah, dude, we got to definitely stay on top of that one. I'm down.
0: Okay, for real. That'd be, that'd be really kick-ass.
2: Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm looking forward to it already, for real.
0: <laughs> well john John, it was super great getting to talk to you and, and shooting the shit about you know um i didn't get to everything that i i wanted to get to but I'm, I'm gonna have to have you on the on the podcast again sometime soon man
2: dude i'll do it tonight <laughs> i'll come back <laughs> in like an hour <laughs>
0: i would but i gotta eat dinner <laughs>
2: no no you're good uh, i was mostly big talk but i am down i'll come back sometime
0: okay awesome man it was really really good great to get to know you a little bit better and, and yeah, to be able was- to talk to you
2: this was very fun, man. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for uh, checking out our music. That means so much.
0: Well, of course, man. Thank you, guys, for being so great, and and <laughs> you know, thanks for thanks for doing the artwork for for Jay's release. Yeah, um, if anyone
2: needs art, uh, DM me. We can we can make a deal. it will be cool.
0: hit hit up john and i make sure when i when i post this out i'll make sure i post all all the links i can for you man
2: yeah i'm gonna try and make an art page maybe i can set that up in time
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i'll let you know when i post this out and you know if i need anything from you i'll before i put the episode out i'll make sure i get that from you
2: absolutely thank you dude
0: you're welcome man well john have a wonderful night it was great talking to you man you
2: too man thank you have a great night
0: hey you have a great night too man hell yeah (laughs) bye (laughs) see you dude (laughs) See ya.
1: Scream out! I went for weight, and the things decay when the dying comes.